Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. And right now where we are at in the world here in Michigan, it is... Well, it's approaching midnight. Uh, not really midnight, excuse me. It's 11.30, but uh, we're not too far off from midnight, hour and a half away. But I wanted to make sure I was supposed to get this done earlier in the afternoon, but then I had other things. I had phone calls coming in, and I just couldn't get to the Bible Cop podcast. I, in fact, I was about ready to hit record, and then I got some phone calls. It was about 11 o'clock this morning, so this would have been done hours ago. But here we are, 12 hours later, and still is not done. But we're here. Because I had made a commitment to God to make sure that I followed this calling. And the only way I would not do this is if something really dramatically came up to where I was physically unable to reach my computer to, you know, to the studio. Or if I was sick is the only way I would not do this. <clears throat> I won't be on tomorrow because Saturdays are typically podcast-free Saturdays. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of the day, um, I want to make sure that I just have one solid day of nothing but quality family time. So it is January 10th for at least another hour and 29 minutes. It is Friday. Happy Friday. You made it to the weekend. Congratulations. So I hope you all have a wonderful weekend ahead. Um, we're not doing too much. Today we went to a Japanese hibachi grill. That was pretty cool. My daughter, it was her first time ever seeing something like that. So she was just really amazed by uh, the quickness and, you know, the fire, you know, flame, you know, because you know how they do it. They, they do the whole volcano thing with the onions and, and fire. They make a smiley face with fire. It's pretty cool. So anyway, my daughter really enjoyed the show. Today, we're going to be reading out of the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 15, verses 1 through 19. And um, what I'm reading out of is the NASB 95 edition Bible. And like I said, if uh, I haven't mentioned this in a while, but I, I'm a very big Bible collector. I am typically partial to the um, the NABRE Bible, which is the uh, New American Bible Revised Edition. And so I typically like to you know read off of that just because it has the seven additional apocrypha books, apocrypha books that are you know missing from the uh, from the Protestant Bibles. And, um, you know, so I have a 1599 Geneva Bible that I'll, I'll I read. Um, and I have this other one that I got. It's from Brad Cummings. He's one of the uh, authors and editors, but it's also called the Founders Bible. Now, when people, you have to clarify because this 1599 Geneva Bible is technically the Founders Bible. That was the Bible that they actually use, but they use this title and called this one, the Founders Bible, because, um, and again, it's, it's, uh, it's a very interesting, it's an interesting book because they intertwine the Bible and history throughout it. It's very, very interesting work. Um, not something I would call really a true Bible, you know, where it's just straight scripture, but it is a good book. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's. I got the heirloom edition, and it's just, it's really, it's just a really beautiful looking uh, book. It's got the gold fringed pages, and it's you know leather bound. It's just a very nice piece of you know book, but. Um, but yeah, I think let's see, it says right here, general edition. Yeah, Brad Cummings and Lance Wubbles were the ones that helped put this together. So, but anyway, so what I'm reading out of it is I'm reading out of that Bible today because there's something that uh, with regard 
to what I'm about to read, there's something Ronald Reagan, a, a quote that he spoke on that kind of has something to do with what we're reading, more particularly with uh, with uh, verse 3 in this chapter 15. So we're just going to get right into reading it. <clears throat> and it says, Now the Spirit of God came to Azariah, the son of Oded, And he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you. When you are with him, excuse me, the Lord is with you when you are with him. And if you seek him, he will let you find him. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For many days Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. But in their distress, they turned to the Lord God of Israel, and they sought him, and he let them find him. In those times, there was no peace to him who went out or to him who came in, for many disturbances afflicted all the inhabitants of the lands. Nation was crushed by nation, and city by city, and God troubled them with every kind of distress. But you be strong and do not lose courage, for there is reward for your work. Now when Asa heard these words in the prophecy which Azariah the son of Oded the prophet spoke, he took courage and removed the abominable idols from all the land of Judah and Benjamin and from the cities which he had captured in the hill country of Ephraim. He then restored the altar of the Lord, which was in front of the porch of the Lord. He gathered all Judah and Benjamin and those from Ephraim, Manasseh and Simeon, who resided with them, for many, for many defected to him from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. So they assembled at Jerusalem in the third month of the fifteenth year of Asa's reign. They sacrificed to the Lord that day 700 oxen and 7,000 sheep from the spoil they had brought. They entered into the covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their hearts and soul. And whoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death, whether small or great, man or woman. Moreover, they made an oath to the Lord with the loud voice, with shouting, with shout with shouting trumpets and with horns, excuse me. All Judah rejoiced concerning the oath, for they had sworn with their whole heart and had sought him earnestly, and he let them find him. So the Lord gave them rest on every side. He also removed Makah, the mother of King Asa, from the position of queen mother, because she had a horde image as an as an Ashura, and Asa cut down her horde image, crushed it, and burned it at the brook Kidron. But the high places were not removed from Israel. Nevertheless, Asa's heart was blameless all his days. He brought into the house of God the dedicated things of his father and his own dedicated things, silver and gold and utensils. And there was no more war until the 35th year of Asa's reign. And that concludes the reading of Second Chronicles, chapter fifteen, one verses one through fifteen. Now, when I read the very beginning, 
truer words, I mean, everything in the Bible is pretty true, but truer words have never been uttered than this, where it says right here in the middle of verse 2, where it says, the Lord is with you when you are with him. And if you seek him, he will let you find him. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. This is why, folks, why I often tell everybody every day on a daily basis, always invite Christ in your heart. Always ask him to work on you. Always ask him to be in your heart. You have to always ask Christ to be with you each and every single day. And I'll be honest with you. And when I say I'm when I'm honest with you, I'm not saying that I lie every other time, but I'm just being more transparent than I typically am. There are days I forget and I don't do it. Not because I don't want the Lord in my heart. Absolutely. That's not the case. But I'll be honest, like today, today I did not ask the Lord to be with me in my heart. And it's those days that I figured out when I don't do that, I figured out that I happen to have a little bit more profanity come out of my mouth, you know, more potty language than I should. And I'm not proud of that. And I have a little bit more, you know, I don't want to say sourness, but, you know, um, I would say things get a little bit more irritating. And so I can tell a difference when I don't do that. I could tell a difference when I don't read a chapter from the Bible first thing in the morning like I typically do. And I didn't. This is the first time I'm reading anything all day. I'd be a hypocrite and a liar if I told you that I did this every day because I don't. Now, when I'm at work, it's much easier because I have a routine. I have a routine. I make sure I get my first chapter read right when I load my first load of the day. It's my breakfast. That's how I start. Today, I didn't do that. Shame on me for that, because I tell you what, I can notice a difference. That's why I always stress to you, and I, sh- and I stress this to myself too, I'm no different. It's so important to invite Christ each and every single day. I don't care how busy you are. And sometimes I get busy, and that's no excuse. I still need to keep Lord Jesus Christ in the forefront of my mind the minute I wake up and say, Lord, first off, thank you for this new day. Be in my heart. It's about as simple as it gets. It's amazing how people forget to do that, like me. It's that simple, but yet I forget to do it some days. And I did today. There's something, so in this Founder's Bible, I thought this was really cool because it goes in history, U.S. history, and talks about a lot of different things from earlier on, in, you know, the 14, 15, 1600s to, you know, presidents and stuff like that up to present day. There was something that Ronald Reagan said. He was our 40th uh, president of the United States between 1981 to 1989. And he spoke to a prayer breakfast in Dallas, Texas in August 1984. And it stated, we established, excuse me, we established no religion in this country, nor will we ever command no worship. We mandate no belief. But we poison our society when we remove its theological underpinnings. We court corruption when we leave it bereft of belief. All are free to believe or not believe. All are free to practice faith or not. But those who believe must be free to speak of and act on their 
belief to apply moral teaching to public questions. I submit you to you, excuse me, I submit to you that the tolerant society is open to and encouraged of all religions. And this does not weaken us, it, it strengthens us. Without God, there is no virtue, because there is no prompting of the conscience. Without God, we're mirrored, mired in the material, that flat world that tells us only what the senses perceive. Without God, there is a, oh, excuse me, I'm trying to read this word here. Without God, there is a corrosioning of the society, carousing, maybe that's the word. I'm so sorry. I, for some reason, I'm hung up on this word. I'm just going to spell it just so you guys can look it up in case I'm botching this. C-O-A-R. S-E-N-I-N-G, carousing. Without God, there is a carousing of the society. And without God, democracy will not find, or will not and cannot long endure. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. And that was a prayer that he spoke in, in Dallas, Texas. August of 1984, Ronald Reagan was decent president. And again, if you're familiar with you know some of my shows from the His Hardline discussion, you obviously all know I'm part of the assembly. Now, there's two things that I see wrong here. First off, he was a de facto president. He was a president part of the de facto fraudulent system known as the corporate government. But the other thing, too, that I kind of find fault here, and I'm not trying to find fault or poke fun here, but... You know, when he talks about a democracy, democracy will not and cannot long endure. Well, first off, a democracy, this nation was never a democracy. Our nation is a republic, and that's exactly what it will continue to be. <clears throat> democracy is rob- a mob rule, where 51% rule over the 49. That is not how that works. We are not a mobocracy. We are a republic. So, but nonetheless... All that aside, I'm going to push that aside for a moment. But this is this was the prayer that he spoke at the prayer breakfast. I think that was the prayer, excuse me. Yeah, at the prayer breakfast in Dallas, Texas. And he was referencing, to a degree, uh, verses 15, or excuse me, uh, chapter 15, verse 3, where it says, For many days... Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. You know, what happens if you don't have a teaching priest or you don't have the law? You end up having immoral activities. You end up having debaucheries. You end up having people, you know, committing many sins of the flesh. You don't really have peace, and that's why it continues to stay there in verse 5. In those times, there was no peace to him who went out or to him who came in. For many disturbances afflicted all the inhabitants of the land. Kind of like what we're seeing today. Now, that's not to say that this nation isn't following God. We have many people in this nation that follow God, but not enough. And therefore, because we don't have enough, and then we have this thing called Pride Month that we're, you know, all being subjected to. 
they want to push this crap, excuse my somewhat, you know, language here, but I'm going to call it for what it is. It is crap. They push this crap out in the public square and in, in the schools because they're insecure with it because they know that what they're doing is wrong and they themselves are without God in their own lives. And so they have to get affirmations and acceptance by the general public at large because they know what they're doing is overall wrong. It's sexual deviance. And so therefore, then everyone in the land of America here is afflicted with the many disturbances by the few. But again, like it says in verse 7, But you be strong and do not lose courage, for there is reward for your work. And then as it continues to say in verse 8, Now when Asa heard these words and the prophecy which Azariah the son of Oded, the prophet spoke, he took courage and removed the abominable idols from the land of Judah and Benjamin and from the cities which he had captured in the hill country of Ephraim. He then restored the altar of the Lord, which was in front of the porch of the Lord. Think about that. He removed the abominable idols from the land of Judah. He removed them. He did away with all the nonsense. And then he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and those from Ephraim and Manasseh and Simeon, who resided with them, for many defected to him from Israel when they saw that the Lord is his God was with him. When he started doing these good works, people start to notice that, you know, I'm pretty sure God's with that individual over there because look at all they're doing. God is certainly with them. We just always have to make sure we do good works and work on behalf of God. So anyway, that's kind of what Ronald Reagan was referencing was Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 3, when he did that uh, prayer breakfast in Dallas, Texas. So we're going to end this on a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for another day of life and good health. And we thank you so very much for all the people that come here today to listen to 1% or less with him at His Heart Line. And we just pray that you help us grow this platform to, you know, to the numbers that you see fit, to the, to the, you know, to the, what you need. Because again, as, as I always say, this is your platform because you are the host. I'm just a co-host. I'm just your servant. I'm the one here working on behalf of you and Jesus Christ, your Holy Son. So just be my guiding light so that I may be able to get out a good message to those who come here and to humble themselves to listen to your good word. And I ask you that you continuously humble my me. Keep humbling me. Keep work on me. And I always ask for your son to be in my heart. Keep working on me. Keep working on anyone who is listening to this, anyone who's struggling out there. If they're dealing with, you know, you know, uh, money issues because of the inflation or if they're dealing with the unexpected death or if they're dealing with um you know you know they're just dealing with troubles and struggles with their mom and dad or you know there's people out there that are having problems affording food or they're dealing with alcoholism or addiction or a cheating spouse we just pray that all those people that have a ton of issues in their lives i just pray that you 
make yourself visible in some form or fashion through some signs and just let people know that they're going to be all right. Guide these people that are having afflictions in their own lives. Guide them into a peaceful state and help them through these trials and tribulations that they're experiencing because we know how good your power is. I know how good and great your power is. And I know everything is possible through you, God, and through your son, Jesus Christ. And so we pray all these things humbly and with everything that we have within our being in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know again, we went a little long, but again, this is 1% or less with him. Lately, it's been a little bit more than 1%. I should change the name to 1% plus with him. (laughs) because <laughs> we uh, we never manage to stay, it seems like, under 15 minutes because the reason it is called 1% or less with him is because 15 minutes out of a 24-hour day is roughly 1% of your time. And so I always encourage everybody to read the Bible and, and spend some time in prayer with God each and every day because just that little bit goes such a long way and you will notice so much transformation, so many things working for the better in your own life. So with that, I want to bid you all a good night. Stay blessed. And if it's a morning, good morning. If it's an afternoon, good afternoon, wherever you're at in the world. I've been noticing we got listeners in Germany. We have listeners in Russia and Australia and the Czech Republic and France and Canada, Alaska. Um, I've been noticing so many more people overseas that have been tuning in, downloading the podcast. If you are on the other side of the pond, I want to just tell you from here in Michigan, we thank you for supporting us. And I ask you that you just continuously share this podcast and the website far and wide. The website is www.hishardline.com. And you can reach me at jmjdirect at hishardline.com if you ever want to email me for anything prayer request a question or maybe you want to share a story on the air you want to listen in you know come in and we can do a recording and you can be on a one percent or less with him we can maybe discuss something that maybe you have just you know had a trouble dealing with but um just anything you know so that's all i have for you all tonight and i really hope you have a great weekend with that i say have a blessed night and thank you for joining us at one percent or less with him at his hard line. Have a good night. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at his hard line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hishardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.